When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Sequence. I'm your host, Trevor Plouffe, and today we got another good one for you. Back for a bat number two. Our guy, Ian Happ, the professional hitter, is back talking to us about an bat in 2019. And this was really cool for me because I remember talking about Ian and how the Cubs held him down in the minor leagues for seemingly no reason. Now, this is uh, later in the season. He ends up getting called up, obviously, because he's a freaking big leaguer. And has a really cool bat against one of the nastier pitches in the big leagues, Blake Trinan. So he's going to talk about, you know, his approach. How do you approach a guy throwing, you know, 98 bowling balls and a 94 mile an hour cutter? Ian's going to break it down for you. I love this guy. He's cerebral. He's got the demeanor. He's got the mechanics. He's a switch hitter. He just knows how to talk baseball. And that's what we love on sequence. You guys know the drill. Our bag of goodies is always open for you. So let's see what kind of deal we have for you right here. We talking football? Yes, we're talking football. The NFL draft is upon us, and DraftKings has another one of those ridiculous deals for you. I think we all know what's going to happen. Quarterback will be taking number one. They might be taking one, two, and three. You can turn $1 into $100 in free bets. All you have to do is place a wager on any draft day outcome, and you'll become eligible to win that $100 in free bets. That's right. Any draft day outcome, if a quarterback is taking one overall, Trevor Lawrence, it will be him, you'll win $100 in free bets. And all you have to do is download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code JOHNBOY when you sign up for a chance to turn that $1 into $100 in free bets. That's right. DraftKings Sportsbook is letting you turn $1 into $100 in free bets if a quarterback is selected first overall this Thursday night. Don't forget, enter code JOHNBOY during sign-up. J-O-M-B-O-Y. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. New Jersey, Indiana, or West Virginia only. New customers only. Winning paid out in free bets. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. All right, what's up, everybody? We're back with at bat number two with our guy Ian Happ of the Chicago Cubs. Last time I asked you why that, in bat, that at bat was important to you, you gave us a really good answer. You talked about your two-strike approach. Same question this time. Why would you pick this, uh, this at bat to go over with us? This was a big one. Uh, I sent down before the season started in 19, so I spent – way too much time in in the minor leagues uh in 19 come back up i don't know what the date is on this game uh but i got called back up i think mid-july uh and then this was my first homer back in the big leagues it was a big ab i think this is a 2-2 game in the six bottom of six maybe uh so this is a go-ahead homer uh, and kind of propelled me into like having confidence at the big league level again. Uh, and I'll talk about some more stuff as we go, but had a, a grand slam the next day off uh, Homer Bailey. Like this kind of propelled me to 
what ended up being a really good 19 season for me. Um, and so kind of a really good at bat too, just the whole way around. What's funny is now that you bring all this up, uh, in 2019, I was doing some stuff for a Chicago-based uh, sports network. And one of the questions was about like you making the opening day roster. And I remember being like, how could this guy not make the opening day roster? What does he have to do to like make the opening day roster? I specifically remember being upset that you weren't, you weren't there. And so for you to say, you know, this is, this is the game that gave you that confidence back. I love that man. Cause you should have been out there the whole season. Yeah. It's like you come back up and you think, things are just going to, you know, you've been playing well in AAA. It's not the same game. You don't, you can't, you don't learn. Once you've been to the big leagues, it's really hard to learn at the AAA level because it's yes. just such a different speed. And that second deck, that third deck, those make a difference. Like doing it at the big league level is a completely different animal. So I came back up and I'd been putting the ball in play, doing a little bit of what I wanted to do, um, but still hadn't popped any homers or like really produced the way I thought I could. Um, this was a big at bat because training got me in, in 17 when he was with the Nats, three pitches, 99 bowling ball, 99 bowling ball, 99 bowling ball, three pitches like I've never seen before in my life. Still the video on my phone, 02, 99 mile an hour sinker that started behind me. I Derek jeetered it right down the middle, <laughs> strike three. And so I remembered that at best two years later, remember that at bat and kind of had a good plan going in against him. Um and we, we can we can roll it. Yeah, that that's funny, man. It's funny that you remember specifically that at bat, and here you are facing him again. So yeah, let's roll this bad boy. And trying, like you said, I mean, he's a bowling ball type guy. His ball moves a ton. He throws hard. It's not an easy at bat right here. No, not a comfortable at bat. Uh, he's throwing absolute bowling ball sinkers. He was working on a cutter and a curveball, I think, too. So this was uh Ugh. What is Even that? that pitch is disgusting. It's at 88. Like, what are we doing? And that started middle of the zone, just ran. I mean, early you saw it, but, like, it started middle and just ran out. Yeah. Oh, there's some great things to this at bat. I'll talk through. I'm let's not – let's there. just – I'm not choked up right now, okay? I'm at the end of the bat. That's 94. Cutter what is up that and pitch? In. Hold on. Hold on. That's a cutter. Cutter at 94. <laughs> Whoa, you can see how different my stance is too. Like I'm open. Uh, I got a little leg kick going. I'm really mm -hmm. trying to keep my hands away from my body and just feel that like effortless flick. Like that was a big thing for me coming back, trying not to strike out as much. There it is. I, I see I see it in your hands right there. You look like a little freer uh, with that. That's Yeah, trying to be a little bit more free, a little bit more up front. Now that 17 like I was rolling pretty good then so that at bat had a lot of confidence behind it but you know yeah. this one you can see the stance is a little bit different um but that pitch that he just threw oh my goodness that was what a broken bat by the way that? so he threw me that 96 hip shot yes that I took and now this is 94 coming back <laughs> break the bat there I believe he he X'd you up with 96 and 94, brought one back on your hip and brought the other one into the hip. Yes. So I'm not going to say that I was trying to bait him with the, the get out of the way on the hip shot, but that's the pitch I was looking for the whole at bat. That last Be pitch. No, no, no. Not the 94 cutter. The hip shot that I, the 96 sinker that I took. 
So that was you the pitch I was. You went back for it. I did, and I'm not Derek Jeter. I wasn't trying to bait him. Like, I know there's a lot of stories of like Manny swinging at changeups in the sure. dirt so that he like so that he can hit homers. That's not what I was trying to do. But that pitch was so good that I was looking for it and still got out of the way. And I will say that that's the pitch that I'm looking for the entire at bat is that 96 mile an hour bowling ball sinker because I know I'm going to get it and I'm just sure. fighting everything else off. Is that something you would do typically like, even though that's a nasty pitch, you know you're going to get it. So you're looking for that. You're hunting that. Yeah, I'm hunting that because I know it's, I know that that of his pitch mix, that's what I handle the best. And then I know at some point in the AB, I'm going to get it. I'm just hoping he leaks it back over far enough that I can do something with it. Cause that, if I'm looking for a 94 mile hour cutter, I'm already done. So again, it's already over. I, those two pitches back to back. I mean, Ooh. I know that people know they're nasty, but when you're in the box, it's like, you don't, you're, it's like, what are you supposed to do? Yeah. One's backing you off the plate and the other one's you're, you're trying to stay in there on the sinker and the other one's going to hit you in the chin. So yeah, here, you can go anywhere here. Two, two. I think I got a new bat going because he broke new my bat. bat. This one is a bat. That's a nice miss. It's a nice miss. That for is me. great that's for a, you right a, there. Great miss for me because that's a no effort take out of the hand. That's a ball. So I have a new bat in my hand. That's the bat I was using right-handed. So I had a right-handed bat and a left-handed bat. I had a, I had no uh, grip on the lefty bat, and then I had kind of a heavier with a lizard skin on it. Oh, okay. So you just meant different weights too, lefty righty. Different weight. The the other one was a little bit heavier, I think. The righty Still one was a little day? bit heavier. Uh, now I'm using a completely different model. So these ones were similar models, different paint colors, and then different grip. Uh, but now I use like completely different models. I use a IH, I13HL lefty, 31, 34 inches, 31.75 on the ounces, play around, sure. right around there. And then righty, right now I'm using a 318, 34, 31.75. Okay. Okay. I'm actually teaching my son to switch hit right now. So I'm, I've got to learn all these. I'm going to be calling you because I need all the, the yeah. tips I can get. Yeah. There's a lot to go. So you start switch hitters start to go crazy. You think it's a good idea? I think it's a great idea. I just think okay. make sure that he's swinging both early for a long okay, time. Okay. Good. All right. So three, two back to the bat. Three, two here. He just misses up and away. Do you have a lean here for him? Like, do you think that that front hip shot's coming? I'm on the hip shot. I'm not, I'm not going away from it if he throws me another cutter and it's disgusting, like I've already, I've already taken a cutter, a good cutter and I fouled one off at 94. So that's like, I have confidence that if he throws me one, like I can at least make a good decision. Sure. Uh, but I'm on, I'm on the hip shot. On the hip shot. I mean, sit in 98 hip shot. Here we go. Three, two pitch. C shake warming up guy. Jay Hay. Jay Hay looking great. Good uniform guy. He's trying Jay to go Hay. away here. Oh. Oh. It was just, it was the pitch I was looking for the whole at bat. That oh. is way, that is way back. I got to go back. So he, he sets up away here. He's trying to get like a down in the way sinker, right? That, He's that's, trying to that's throw his pitch. ground ball pitch. Yeah. 96 down in the way sinker. And then he ends up just. He just yanks it enough. Can I go back? I don't think I can. 
yanks it right over the middle of the plate. In the entire bat, you worked a full count waiting for that pitch. The first, the front hip one was really nasty. This one was wheelhouse for you. Yeah, so that so I was looking for that pitch. The first one he threw me actually let me see it. It was a better pitch. It was farther in, but it let me see the shape. Then after I had that shape, that was kind of what I was, what I was looking for. And he, you know, fortunately I, I saw enough pitches for him to oh make that mistake. But that was like for me that I'm choked up. I don't know if they'll show a slow mo from the side, right but I'm pretty choked up, and that felt effortless. And that's the farthest home run to this day I've ever hit. It was 474. Whoa, I... 474. It was way back. I did not see how far that ball went. That, that was, was a bomb. A bomb. I mean, I don't know if I'll ever hit one farther than that in my career. 474, right center. Wind was blowing out. So Wrigley uh, wind really wind get that very detail. helpful. But like that and, and it felt so effortless that after that. I had the confidence to just play at that effort level. Like if I knew if I could swing at that effort level and have that at bat and hit the farthest home run of my life, <laughs> choked up, I was like, all right, all right, guys. Like I can, I can play at this effort level the whole time. And then the next day, first pitch I saw the next day, bases loaded, Homer Bailey, fastball away, which is a different pitcher. I had always handled sinkers well. But Homer Bailey is more of a four-seam guy, so he throws me a 93, four-mile-an-hour four-seam middle mm-hmm. away. And I go, oppo, grand slam, first pitch I see the next day. And I was like, ooh, okay, this guy can that, play. That is a important lesson at the big league level is realizing that you need to – you need to have all those different swings. You need to be able to play at that level. You can't be hyped up all the time because if you do get hyped up all the time, you're going to get exposed. You're going to show them something. And I love it. I want to watch this, this overhead view with you again. I feel like it really shows how nasty and quickly you have to react and all that. This one right here. Like, <laughs> you know, it's just baseball's a crazy game. Here, hit this round ball with this round bat. This guy's going to throw as hard as he can. You know, I, I feel like you always do play with that cadence though. Like you're not like a guy that gets sped up a lot. Like you do. I feel like you're a, a low heartbeat type of guy. And I mean, is that, did you have to work for that? Or is that something that's like natural it's, for you? No, that's always been my demeanor. Um, my demeanor throughout my career. I think it's just because I had an older brother that played and kind of the way we sure. were raised was to really be, even uh and it was more about not showing up the other team or not showboating or not being um too boisterous but it kept me at this even level no matter what was happening um and that's something that i've really carried with me throughout my career is to always try to stay really even and like the mental part of the game on that side you know sean casey uh is somebody that i grew up you know, talking to because he's from Pittsburgh and um, kind of helped me with the mental side growing up. And that was always something about understanding the process, being happy with hard hit balls, what it meant to not get like enveloped in, in negativity. And so that even keel positivity is always something that I've kind of brought to my game. But as far as the swing, it's something I have to remind myself this week, we were playing you know, six games into the season. I take a swing 
facing Woodruff. He's throwing 98 Milwaukee. And I take my first at bat. He throws me 98. I check swing. And I kind of, oh, he punched me out on three pitches. And I had to go back in the dugout and say, whoa, whoa. Trying way too hard. Like my, yeah. I'm, I'm all juiced up. My effort level is too hard. I'm missing heaters down the middle. Like I have to go back to relax. Like just flick the ball next at bat, line drive out, and then knock. And then so like I still have to remind yeah. myself every day to not try too hard. And like when I'm missing pitches, like find those little things and that little is it an effort level thing? Is it seeing the ball? Because diving into mechanics is it's, it's usually mental vision effort mm-hmm. level as opposed to where are my hands, where's my stride, where's my back foot. I tried to stay away from that as much as possible. You took a deep breath right there. That's something I tell my kids. I mean, I have five and six-year-olds, a little bit different, but they also get very jumpy all the time. I said, you got to take a deep breath, man. Take a deep breath. You'll play better, and it, it works. Um, so I'm happy to see you do it. Cause that means I feel good about my, my coaching now. Yeah. Mental piece last of hitting thing- Harvey, Harvey Dorfman. <laughs> Got to breathe. Last, last, um, last thing before you get out of here, what's one, one drill that you would tell people to do if they're feeling a little bit lost a bit, like what's your, what's your go-to, uh, drill that you'll do in the cage to get you feeling one. right? Yeah. I don't know that I have one that's like my feel good drill. Like if I'm, this is what I try to do. I try really hard to have the same process every day so that when things are going good or going bad, I'm not panicked. Like I, like I think that when guys are going bad and try a bunch of stuff, yeah, it's a deep hole. We have this chart in our, in our batting cage and it's this circle and it's start feeling something, start hitting bad, try something, try everything, give up, feel good. It's like you go through this whole cycle of like what it takes to feel good again. And it's like, how can you eliminate that? So for me, my process, my cage work on the T is the same every day. My cage work in flips is the same every day. Uh, And I try to really practice with a low effort level. I like to see the flight of the ball. And for me, that's Mm -hmm. the most important thing, whether it's in the cage or it's BP, the flight of the ball off the bat, um, not trying to hit homers, but just if it comes off the bat at the right angle and the right flights, um, then I know I'm in a good place and, and I know the game will speed me up and I try to trust the game uh, to get me to that, that effort level that requires to hit homers. Well, I really appreciate you coming on. I mean, this has honestly been like a master class in hitting and approach and I hope that everybody here uh, appreciates it as much as I do. I'm sure they will. Thanks for, thanks for coming on, and uh, hopefully we'll have you back on again, man, and good luck in uh, Pittsburgh. Thanks for the dig me reel. It's going to lock me in for tomorrow. I believe that's why we do. We're, we're a gas-pumping uh, show here. We love to, to get guys positively pumped up. I'm all about it. All right, my man. Thanks for coming on again. I'll see you. Yep.